Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. go with one thumbs up, one thumb to the side like the bar when we're ready to record. I feel like that's like a saloon door. Like this? <laughs> oh, that would mean we're ready to go. And Another. that's why we got Andy. First met we when I saw my first mirror, checked out what was hanging between my legs and it all became clear. I was Johnson with the Magic Johnson. Huh? I ain't even playing, but I already won. I step in the squared circle, and like Becky Lynch, I was the man. I texted all your moms. She's my biggest fan. Turns out I turn her on like a light switch. I call her the microwave because she'd be hitting up my Johnsonville, bitch. Liner. <laughs> <laughs> is your dad's name John? It is. It is. Wow. John Liner. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that is a that's that's John's a good one. son and Johnson. I like that. That's right. Like yeah. That. Yeah. We got James. First met the homie back in high school. Not Matthew Perry, but I rushed into the fool. Not inside him <laughs> like some gay sex. Had common interests like movies, so we hit the Cineplex. Not that there's anything wrong with man on man hump. I mean, we the dudes that made gay jump. <laughs> anyway, thanks a little Keezy for linking it up. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Brian. <laughs> oh man, that's fucking awesome. Man. Yeah. I like that. That was like, that yeah. was like our whole origin story. Man. A little something. Look at that. Yeah. I'm doing like when we all first kind of met. Yeah, I yeah. gotcha. I, I, yeah. I can, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> it was when you Speaking met of, you when you were born. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I, when I saw my first mirror. <laughs> Keep the word C in mind. Cause here it comes. The C word? Drew, just a dude at the bar on his Charlie Chaplin shit was like, what's this dude into? So I tuned in a wrestling knowledge he spit. Was like, damn, I'd like to get on and chop it up with the guy. He's from Ohio, so let's get wild and see. That's a Buckeye. The knowledge was great, but I listened and laughed. Now, every Monday morning, the Draft Podcast. Kistler. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Wild and see. Huh? Huh? Buckeye? I don't get it. Getting uh-huh. buck is getting wild. I and see. Oh, okay. ah. yeah, look at that. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Man. Words, you know. <laughs> that, my friend, is wordplay. That's right. <laughs> and you know what else is wordplay? Kumail Nanjiani. That's right. It is. Kumail Nanjiani. It stands for handsome gentleman. It does. <laughs> yeah. 
So we're doing something we haven't done in a long time, probably since Weird Al. Weird Al. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think this is our fourth one. Uh, This is the Spotlight series, um, and we're doing Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah. He's got a movie coming up. Yeah, Stuber. Stuber. With our our boy Batista. Dave Batista. It looks looks kind of funny. It looks hilarious. Yeah. I'm I'm hyped to see it. I heard there's a... uh, there's a Kumail naked scene in it. Whoa. That, really? Yeah, he, I guess he got like, I read an article that said he got like super buff. Yeah. Oh. To prepare for his nude scene. That's a, that's a, that's <laughs> been a thing lately is him trying to get big. Oh yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you, so do you get to see like his big black dick? I'm not sure. Actually, Wait, Batista or Kumail? Kumail. Because Batista is known. Yeah, Kumail's known. Or, uh, yeah, Batista's known. Batista's known for having a hog and Doss on. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Well, what's funny like, is... You... Wait, what do you mean known? Like, that's what people talk about? Like, they say, hey, do you know who Dave Batista is? Well, have you seen his dick? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. In the wrestling circles, yes. Yeah, Batista's really? dick Batista's is like a huge... To... Thing. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny because he's like the most like reserved kind of guy when it comes to uh you know just if you watch some interviews and stuff with him he's like all like quiet and yeah. sweet yeah yeah i think it's because he yeah. knows yeah like he's like well, when look you're that i big look this yeah exactly you're oh, like yeah. i'm this big yeah. i'm this awesome just and I have this, so I can do yeah. whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I always think it's funny, like when guys have like a like a fucking thing about their dick. You know, it's like out there, people talk about it. Like fucking, yeah. uh, uh, who am I thinking of? John Hamm. Does he have a? That he... was like a big thing. I, 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 I didn't stop saying that. I, know. <laughs> I, I, I never knew about it until like, like almost like Mad Men was over. But then it became a thing where, John, really, yeah, like. Because I guess like you could see it in the suits and everything like that. Really, John's yeah. ham. John's ham. Wow. Yeah. yeah. The well, game has the, has a pipe on him. Well, I also heard that uh, I, I don't know why the I, wrestler I'm or blanking. the rapper. The rapper. Oh, not Triple H. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Why am I blanking on his name? Liam Neeson. Taken. Yeah. Yeah. He. I heard he's that. Got a, he's Liam got a Liam Neeson is supposed to have like the biggest dick in Hollywood. Really? Well, yeah. it's like what was that old comedian that everybody. Um, Milton Berle, Eddie Murphy. They said he had a big one. Oh yeah, I'm pretty oh sure. Oh my yeah. god! I want to say it was Milton Berle. Was a like, large one. No, it, yeah. I mean, we're not trying to sit here and decide who we think has. We're just talking about <laughs> well, so rumors. That's what we're doing is we're drafting who we think has the biggest dick in Hollywood. Yeah. Well, yeah, and what's funny is you said you said that about Hagen Dazs, but. In in an interview that I I heard with Kamal, Kamal, they were talking about his dick, and he said it's it's almost like he he kept calling it Neapolitan because I guess it's real dark <laughs> like chocolate, but then he has like a scar on it from when he was younger, so that's like oh that yeah, part, yeah we'll we'll get to that, that part we'll is get white. to that story <laughs> yeah we'll get to the story of why he's got a scar at yeah. some point in yeah. this draft all right so, all right let's drop those balls let's yeah. drop those balls. Right. And this is always a good time to tell everybody they can reach out to us on Twitter at the Draft yep. Pod. Just you know, drop us the line, or you can text James at nine four one eight one two seven and just <laughs> let him know how good the podcast was. 
That was my real number that you just said. Why would you do that? We'll beep it out. Now I have to fucking cut this. Just beep it out. You just made work for me for no fucking reason. Okay. So what? Let me write the time down. Oh, man. All right. Um, well, okay. What if you put beeps in and you you forget to you, put it in the number you put it after? You missed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What if I put the beeps in and then I move the whole or episode? James just changes it and he's like, "Hey, everybody, this is where James gave every, Drew gave everybody my number, but this is his number." <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. Good idea. Yeah, good idea, yeah. Drew. I don't want. I need it. friends, so go ahead and text me. I don't want to give. Uh, Drew's number out because it's an Ohio number. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to even write that number. Yeah, I'm, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Plus, I'm pretty sure number. my number is linked on Facebook. So, oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I'm not going to beep that out. So, go to Facebook. So friend request Drew on Facebook, go. and then you can break up. Yeah. yeah, actually, you can probably just do it now because I'm pretty sure my profile is open. I wonder if I should leave well, it there in. there you go. Yeah, I've had my number for a long time. Maybe I should leave it in, see if people actually call, which, I, I mean, I yeah. don't know. The three people that are listening. <laughs> It'd be funny if you, hey, <laughs> it's me. Yeah. And you're Let's like, who's, who's me? me? Who's, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Listen to the like podcast, it. get your number. <laughs> actually, that'd be good. We can find out who all actually fucking listens to this thing. <laughs> <laughs> What's the order we got? Yeah. Oh, okay, here we go. We got uh, Drew, number one. Mm. We got James, number two, and Andy. God, I did not Round want number third. one. Damn. I kind of did. It's all right. You want to trade? Right. No. Nope. One, I mean, just all around, one for three? No. Nope. No? The oh. balls have dropped, my friend. Well, their trades yeah. are allowed? But, well, what are you going to give him? We're going to swap. So now he has number one. I tried to do that one time, and and we got that squash. So sorry, I don't think that can happen. I want to see what you do here. No, we did it. I want to see how you fuck this up. We did it. With, I don't like. We did it with your John Cena. Rap. I don't like the idea of the balls not having any weight. Stuff. There has to be something you give up, not just yeah. swap spot for spot. I'm pretty yeah, sure I we've done it. it before. Though. Well, I don't. I still don't no. like it, and I didn't like um, it then, and I don't like it now. All right. Um. <laughs> well, I like I, the pressure. Well, I mean, if I'm talking number one, it's got to be Big Sick, so. Big Sick. Yeah, damn it. Damn it. Yeah, you wish you had number one, don't you? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Um, Speaking this, of Big Sick, apologies in advance if I do a little coughing here. I'm on that that scissor over here. I'm sipping on some scissor. Oh yeah, yeah, that purple stuff. Uh, I think that it was... lean got some lean in your cup. Yeah, I got some tussin. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> uh, he's got that tussin. Some... Yeah, you caught something at Man. AEW, huh? You're. Uh... I don't know. Well, yeah, that hurt too. Is I was yelling a lot, but. <laughs> Yeah, the big six. It sounds like you need crazy, to be put man. in an eight-day medically induced coma. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Shout out to Kamel's wife. Yeah, yeah. Emily Gordon, Emily V. Gordon, Emily V. Gordon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they co-wrote I, it. I actually which is have pretty badass. I have her written down as one of my picks. <laughs> Just her. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, oh wow! 
So yeah, this is a great movie. <laughs> well, you guys kind of <laughs> gave it away already. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the story is about her yeah. and Kamel. It's like the real true story about them that she wrote. Ray Romano's in it. Yeah. Yeah, he dude, is. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a great movie, it dude. Is. And that it's so good. The the heckler scene is so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> so you want more people in ISIS? <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, Kumail's uh, his nine eleven jokes to Ray Romano. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! And you know the best thing about that movie is how fucking touching it was. It was like oh, it was like it had so much substance as far as the whole story and about the sickness and yeah. dealing with it and meeting the parents and all you know all that shit. But you know, and then also comedy laced right. within, which it was just so fucking good. Yeah. Shout out to Apatow, too, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Producing that bitch. Come on, Apatow. You're the man, son. Yeah. Good work. Yeah, this movie was crazy good. (laughs) I think that uh, Big Sick got nominated for a Oscar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it was for writing. Best original Uh, screenplay? I think there was a couple, but basically they ended up losing to, which he was was like, if there's something I'm going to lose to... I'm happy that it was to my friend and nobody else. Yeah. Um, but Jordan Peele won for uh, yeah. Get Out. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I think that's original screenplay. That's what they won. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it was just funny. He was like, yeah, I would have been um, pissed off if anybody else beat me. But since Jordan <laughs> Peele won, I was okay with it. There you go. You know, but yeah, The Big Sick, it's a hilarious movie. It's touching. It's one you can watch with the chick. It's one you can watch by yourself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, shit's hilarious and touching and yeah, a, like a whole lot of realism in it in terms yeah. of like, uh, um, like the interracial stuff, you know? Yeah. I like, I love the, I love the scene too of his, like his family, like just mm-hmm. that dynamic, the one where he's like, She's like, like, there's a knock on the door or whatever. He's like, oh, who could that be? He's like, I'm guessing it's a young Pakistani woman. <laughs> had, that, had that, like, thing of all those pictures of chicks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. So that's it. That's my number one, guys. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. All right. Well, I have a number one. Mm-hmm. And my number one is the Meltdown Open Mic. Yeah. The Meltdown <clears throat> Show. And that would have been my number one no matter what. Okay. That would have been way ahead of Big Sick. Yeah. I, this Open Mic, the show is so fucking good. It's the yeah. first time I ever got to see Neil Brennan with the three mics okay. show. The first yeah, yeah. time I ever saw it was watching the Open Mic, on, Meltdown Open Mic on Comedy Central. That's uh, yeah. and then, Jonah, Ray, and Kamel. Yeah. Yeah. Jonah, Ray, and Kamel. And yeah. produced by Emily V. Gordon. So that's that's mm. another reason I I have her as a, somebody I'd like to pick yeah. because she's really in the background of every great thing that Kumail's doing, which yeah. is awesome. You know, that is awesome. And it's kind of like Gaffigan and his wife, who I think recently just passed away. So really, yeah, damn, but, uh, R.I.P. But she was like a big writer for yeah. Gaffigan, and now Jeannie. Yeah, I think I think yeah. that's her name. Yeah, but, yeah. It's 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 a. I mean. That's yeah. a great show. I know you you recommended it forever and then I finally like brought a year ago I watched like 
quite a bit of it and was yeah. like, man, this is really, I, I love the whole backstage thing, like the little through line yeah. of them yeah. just bullshitting in the green room and everything like that. The whole idea of the meltdown was that Kumail and Jonah were hosting this show since like 2009. Mm-hmm. And then like, uh, a few years into it, uh, some guy came in and saw the show and realized like this would be great for TV. Yeah. And had, had Emily start to produce and start doing booking and everything. And then they, they started actually filming it. Yeah. And it's just like, you see the comedians in there and they're all like, this is the best fucking crowd. <laughs> it's the, the, the cool, format. Yeah. It's the coolest place to just go and sit in a room and hang out with your comedy friends. Yeah. You know, and you get to go out there and try like, like the people go out there and do like the weirdest and funniest shit. Yeah. Like, Which is good. Yeah. 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 It's, it's awesome. You know, yeah, like they, they try out characters and yeah. shit. And, I've heard them talk too about it, like, because it's such like a niche. They're all like, they all get what they they want to talk about. So it's not like you don't have to play for like a theater or a comedy club that might be papered or whatever. It's right. like, these people are here for this person. Right. So they know, like, they're going to get all this, my video game jokes right. or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and anytime that you can kind of try stuff out on TV, but also try it with like this open mind where you're trying new things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Cause a lot of times people try stuff and it'll be some random town. Somebody will put the video up online. Like, you know, yeah, the dude had some bullshit, but the whole Louis CK thing where he was just trying out some material and yeah. somebody recorded it and put it online and without context and everybody got like, you know, pissed off. So this is a way to be able to try your shit, get it on TV, but like the audience understands, you right. know? Yeah. And the, the cool thing about it too is like, this is a comic book store that Nerdist discovered they had this back room and they created a stage in the back of a comic book store. So it's like yeah. fucking nerd haven, you know? <laughs> you go That's there. That's a better back room scenario than most back room <laughs> I know. other couch scenarios. Yeah. You know, you know what's cool is even here in, in Bradenton, Florida, uh, I knew a guy, Mark Wolfking, who owned a comic shop in the area and he created his own black box theater in the back of his comic book store huh. and they were doing improv and stuff. And, uh, I, I went to go see a show and it was, it was funny. It was cool. Uh, and I, that is cool. I yeah. enjoyed the hell out of it, but, uh, the store just, just wasn't viable. So it didn't, it didn't <laughs> yeah. stay open, but it's hard, yeah, it's hard to make money. I think if he had the time to evolve that into something, cause I think he even got the idea from listening to Nerdist. Okay. You know? So yeah, that's pretty he did amazing. a thing. Yeah, he did a thing. <laughs> yeah, he did. It was awesome. If he had time to flesh it out, it would have been fucking yeah. awesome. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, now, pick three. Hardwick's on our nuts every single week, so. Yeah, he is yeah, constantly he is calling. calling. We've done a good uh, job shielding him as of late, but yeah. don't think it's be- not because he's still not calling. He's yeah. calling. Yeah. I just don't want him to have, like, another platform to talk on. Yeah. You know, it's like, dude. <laughs> like, you got your you got, own shit. You got all your own shit. I mean. Yeah. Come on, man. Fucking all the different talking deads and talking whatevers. Yeah. And, uh, and then your podcasts and then your hostings and then. Yeah, Chris. Get the hell out of here, dude. You yeah. don't need it. You, if you want to start up a draft pod talk, yeah, that's fine. But you know, yeah, we're not going to have yeah. you on anytime soon. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. I mean, if you want to guess, but stop trying to call in and like sneak in. You that's know? the problem. Actually, yeah, come, show up, dude. You know. Yeah. Damn. 
Yeah, you know the address. It's (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Well, if he comes over, he can do... He can do one of the things that that Kumail brought up in a TV show. And look, we decided there was way too many moments to just draft one Kumail um, Silicon Valley uh, thing. So with that. I gotta take the tip to tip. I got, I, like, I have to. It's, it's one of the greatest, it's one of the greatest scenes in television history. Yeah. Where we're talking about, you know, dick to floor ratio and all that. Like, yeah. Kamel's <laughs> character is the one that brought it up. Yeah. In that scene. Yeah. You know, so he really kind of started that scene, you know, middle out and, um, girth, uh, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, it was just, it's it's literally the funniest scene. I think it's the funniest scene in TV history. Dude, yeah, I, that's it's, what, it's that's really what I good. tell people when I talk about it. Yeah. Like it's it's like the hardest I've ever laughed yeah. at any one thing ever. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Oh, and I've heard them talk about it on like um talk shows as well. I'm pretty sure we've talked about it here yeah. several times, but um he talked about uh how they actually brought in Stanford like uh, professors and stuff like that to do the actual math. So the stuff that you see on the board was the stuff that they were doing in the background to figure it out. You know? Oh God. I wish I was like a fucking scientist that I got that call. Hey, hey, we need to, we need some advice on a, on a shoot that we're doing. Can you guys come to the set of Silicon Valley? You show up and they're like, Hey, how would you guys go about jerking off this whole audience? <laughs> yeah, how would you how would you jerk off a room full of eight hundred dudes? The uh, do four dicks at one time. Uh, the, like, uh, and I love how like uh, they're they're like focusing, and and all of a sudden, like uh, uh, our boy uh, main guy, middle ditch, no, middle no, no. Ditch. yeah, middle ditch. He's yeah. like he's sitting there like doing the jerking motion. He's like. Middle out, middle out. Of course, yeah. He, he goes to his room, yeah. but like it's because he's sitting there like stroking dicks yeah. that he figures out yeah. the algorithm and stuff. Yeah, oh, the man. whole the whole hot swap thing where like if one guy finishes, oh, yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. gotta get the next guy in so it doesn't disrupt the timing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh man, and how you have you you adjust on height so it's up and down as opposed yeah. to side to side. Right? Oh yeah, because people could be different heights. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you got it. Yeah. The angle, uh, the yeah, angle, yeah. The penises and they all have to match up. Yeah, that shit's fucking. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's brilliant. It's, it's it, like I said, it's 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 probably my favorite TV scene in the, yeah. in the history of comedy television. Oh man, um, the next one I'm gonna go with. Damn, I, I'm I'm torn here. You know what? I this is probably a little bit of an upset, but I think when I think about uh some of the stuff that Kumail has has done and and how damn likable the guy is, yeah. right? It really starts with a lot of his appearances that he's had on late night television, mainly Conan. So, I'm going to take his appearance on Conan and I'll tell the story of it cuz Drew teased it. Yeah. Where um basically he calls it the summer of masturbation. 
Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the reason that he's got a scar on his penis is because he he had discovered jerking off. His cousin said, "Hey, uh I heard that that if you take your penis and you go up and down on it, something happens." <laughs> And he was like, yeah, that sounds right. Um, so he's like, how about you, you go in, try it out, and then report back. So he's like, about three minutes later, he comes walking out, and his face is just like flushed, and, and like, he was like, that was the greatest thing ever, or whatever. So Kamel goes in and tries it, and he's like, whoa. So he said it changed like his whole life. So his summer, he was getting into a routine where he was probably jerking it, I don't know, three to five times a day. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what and, you do when you find out this. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, he first discovered, you know. It, it's and, literally um, a new toy. It's all you think about. Exactly. It was funny because when he was, like, uh, talking about it, uh, Andy from Conan was like, yeah, I was a fan right away of, <laughs> yeah. of it, you know. <laughs> um but yeah, so he's like, so one day we were going to the water park, and I was like, okay, I got I got ten minutes before we have to leave. I was timing it out right. I had my I, w- I was always timing out when to do it, and uh, he's like, I got enough time. But apparently, I was kind of rushing. He's like, so I so I like finished, and you know I wasn't wearing underwear at the time. Uh, now I wear underwear, and I zipped it up oh. and sliced off like. A piece of his penis. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Yeah. So that was that he was jerked a story, off at a public but... place. No, 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 no. no it was like it was at getting ready. Oh, yeah. Right before they, I was, yeah. I was like, I thought you're. He's at the water <laughs> yeah. park. They're about to fucking leave. Yeah. I mean, I can totally see that out of a teenage boy, though. Like, yeah. oh, you absolutely. go to a water park, uh, park, and it's just bikinis and a water shit. Water pork. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. And then you gotta yeah. you gotta met, play with your own water pork. <laughs> exactly. He he also talked about um you know like his his mom leaving and the VCR um the power would constantly go out and you didn't know whether it would be back in a couple hours or a couple days yeah. or what. So the VCR went out and uh the tape that he was watching got stuck in there. Mm-hmm. Right? So he took apart the whole VCR or whatever, missed a couple pieces. He's like, it, it was working, but it was making sounds. And so his mom was like, I'm going to take this to the shop. And he's like, no, I'll do it. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, so he took it to the VCR store and the VCR repair guy was like, hey, if you ever, ever get into this scenario again, just bring it to me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Kumail's interviews on Conan, um, they're just awesome. Yeah. And and they really make him an even more likable guy. Yeah. So, yeah, he's one of those guys that like Conan's really good about just having comedians on for like you know what they call panel or whatever. Like yeah. you know, it's not just stand up. Like they he sits down and talks to him, and it's it's usually a better case scenario, I think. So, like Bill Burr always does, you know, comes in to sit down, and it's always a lot of fun. So. I think uh yeah. I mean Kumail's got it's, some it, hits when it comes to Conan so He's he's got some big hits um you know even some of the video game stuff he did with Conan yeah. and stuff like that um yeah he's just he's he's one of the better guests that goes on Conan Yeah Yeah All right So 
Andy took two masturbating story <laughs> masturbating things yeah, I guess for Kamel. I did. Back to back, number one and two. So, <laughs> wow, uh, what do you know? I'm gonna pick my, for my next pick. I'm gonna pick uh, Kumel as a waiter in Portlandia. Okay. I don't know if you guys have seen this before, but I actually have it queued up because it's so goddamn funny. And oh, this is a shitty copy. Fuck! <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> That sounded like ha- some like amateur porn. I know I had it queued up. Fuck. Oh, here it is. No, it's telling me I have to fucking buy it. Are you kidding me? Just for the fucking. Is the draft pod not good enough to buy it, Jim? It's not. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, it'll be well, another ten minutes for you to sign up on YouTube. And <laughs> well, here, since I can't find that one, go find that one on your own. But watch Portlandia. It's yeah. from. It, I think the waiter one is from season two. But it's so fucking funny. He keeps like giving them more options as they're trying to order, and they're like, <laughs> they walk into the waiting room, or the, they walk in and they sit down, and the the first thing they said they say are like, "Oh my god, I have such a low blood sugar. I gotta eat. I'm so hungry." And then like, it, it just makes it so hard. <laughs> but they do like the same type of character in different scenarios. So like, this is them going to a phone store. Is uh, the family what? talk plan? It's called All Talk. You get 400 anytime minutes. Which you can use anytime. There's another one called Even More Family. And that is 400 anytime minutes, unlimited nights and weekends. That sounds great. We'll do that. There's more options. Can I? Oh, there's uh, Even More, more family, family, <laughs> Yeah. Which is unlimited minutes and texting plus web. Okay, so no. one doesn't have texting, the other doesn't have web. We'll just get one that has everything. Okay, well then you want the Simply Everything plan. <laughs> okay. Um, there's also Simply Everything Plus. Which is what? Simply Everything Plus texting. What we want is your most standard, basic family plan. Great. Okay. So Why would we call simply everything if it's not everything? There is a nominal fee if you want to keep your current phone number. Yeah, I thought that was a free service. After you pay for it, it is free. So <laughs> it's just a one-time fee that you pay annually. It is one time in that you only pay one time a year. Great. That's not one time. <laughs> It's so funny. But I love that. I love that whole character. They do it in so many different scenarios, but it's so fucking funny to me. Yeah, I've seen seen both of those so good. Oh, fuck. So uh, I'm taking him from Portlandia. Portlandia. Yeah. All right. Um, Well, I would be remiss if I didn't get my own great... Silicon Valley moment. And I'm going to go with my favorite one. And that is the, from season four, episode six. And that's when they do the phone swap between him and Dave. Oh yes, yes. Oh, God. If you took one fucking selfie, <laughs> I will I find, find it. it. <laughs> Dude, him and Guilfoyle just in general. But yes. yeah, that kind of chops up their whole relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I have. So good. I have three moments, and it's all basically like those two fight or four moments, and it's uh, three of them are th- those two going at it. So it, it's yeah. so good. Uh, yeah, just well, and then his freak out at the end, <laughs> fucking smashes the phone with the brick. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're funniest. The funniest moments on that show, well, besides Jared, are yeah. between Gilfoyle. Yeah. Gilfoyle and, and Dinesh. Dinesh. Yeah. 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 So fucking good. 
the uh oh man, man. yeah there's, there's several others that yeah. might get taken <laughs> but yeah. it was also really good when Ehrlich Bachman would be there to like kind of banter as they're bantering yeah like I always love yeah, that yeah. too which is a, that that's the sad part of TJ leaving the show but yeah Man, which go back and listen to our TJ Miller spotlights. Yeah, that yeah. was the first one we did. Yeah, yeah. this is our Silicon Valley. Uh, we'll work we're, doing, yeah. we're, doing, we're gonna do everybody. Yeah, I tell Silicon you what, Valley. Martin Starr does have some good fucking moments. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's an under. Like, so does that, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> that that uh, the, well yeah, everybody in that show just yeah. needs to be in more things. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Even that. Guy Fox guy, the guy I yes. love that fucking this guy <laughs> <Yeah>. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Bachman's like I fuck too, you know. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, um, gosh. Third pick, third pick. Um, well, as you guys know, I have a favorite YouTube show. And it is called no, Hot Ones, hosted no, by Sean no, Evans. No, I should have taken a second. And this is bullshit. This week, this is bullshit. This week, a new episode came out, and who do you who do you think it was on it? None other than Kumail Nanjiani. Oh man! I thought I had this in the fourth round, easy. <laughs> oh. Dude, for those who don't know, we we almost did it the day this came out, and I first did my research Wednesday. And then Thursday, I was just looking up, like, some other stuff. Like, I just Googled his name, and I was like, Ugh. wait, this wasn't on there yesterday. If I can steal this today, and it said, came out two hours ago. And I was like, uh. holy shit. <laughs> but it was so fucking, it was really good, though. I mean. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just him sweating. Son what did, bitch, what did he say? He's like, I, I, I look like I was sprayed with mace or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking about, I can eat hot stuff, but um, I sweat a lot. <laughs> he brought, like, a fork and a knife to eat the chicken wings because he's like, I don't want to touch my eyes. I'm bad with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. And I found out something that I never knew, that Evil Lynn had white hair. Yeah. That who? Evil Lynn from He-Man. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he's a big He-Man uh, guy. He knew all, like, this He-Man trivia and shit. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, that was a... But, yeah, it's a, it's a great Hot Ones episode. I can't recommend it enough. And Drew, I'm pissed off that you keep stealing hot ones from me. <laughs> my, I don't think Andy. because you're not a fan of the show, Andy. Have you ever Man. got Have you ever got hot ones at all? Have you ever? Yeah, I have. Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't get it on the YouTube one. Yeah. You didn't get it today. I I feel like you haven't gotten it like twenty. You didn't get it on TJ. Yeah, I think I got it um, when we did some end of the year best viral oh, TV okay. or something, uh. something like that. Yeah. No, no, that was the one I, I got it from you because you well, ended up taking complex. Point. I know I got it at some point. <laughs> that would be so funny if Andy's never been able to draft hot ones. <laughs> uh, uh, I love pretty it. sure I did. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm just putting it in my head that I did and I never did. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was so happy when I saw that pop up. Though <laughs> it's just like, holy shit! If we do this. <laughs> 
Why did I not take it second? That, I was thinking Drew's probably going to take that Conan appearance, so I need to take this. And instead, you rip hot ones from my dude, heart. I. That's why I wanted third because I want. I was going to pick it in the second round. Ah. <laughs> God, I'm so angry. So. All right. Well, I take back anything good that I said about Drew in the beginning. <laughs> you want to change the song real quick? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got Drew. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And Dick Kissler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so for my uh for my next pick, I'm going to go with a show at I'm pretty sure this was a TBS show. Okay. And I'm going with no Pindar sign from Franklin and Bash. Okay, Kumail. you fuckers just took my next two picks. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, dude, I love the show Franklin and Bash. It, it had uh, so good. Mark Paul Gossler and uh, what's Breckenmeyer? Breckenmeyer, yeah. yeah. And uh, Kumail Nanjiani played like their their tech slash like uh, investigator guy. Okay, like he would go yep. he would go online and get basically all the information about <laughs> every person that they had to do a, a case about yeah and he was so yep. fu- he was so fucking funny <laughs> uh he, huge germaphobe yeah germaphobe and he would like always he didn't ever want to leave the house he didn't want to do anything or whatever yeah yeah there's a really funny interaction i can't remember exactly how it went but i just remember thinking it was really funny uh with rob Lowe when rob Lowe knocks on the yeah, door yeah, of their yeah. house one time yeah. and he has to o- open and talk to him about it's like a chair or a mattress or something that somebody took that was rob lowe's (laughs) but (laughs) i just thought it was the show was great i'd actually like to go back and like watch this show again because i really enjoyed it was he like on from the beginning or yeah he was on okay first episode yeah yeah okay yeah yeah i've heard him talk on podcasts about like they were talking about like people recognizing him and of course they said silicon valley yeah uh portlandia and then they're like he's like oh i'm I'm sure franklin and bash and he's like well, it's mostly middle-aged women that recognize me from Franklin and Bash. <laughs> oh, no! That was a great show. That was an awesome Yeah, but show. the thing is, if you were to see him, you wouldn't be like, Franklin and Bash! You'd be like, Silicon Valley! Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah, be like, like Meltdown, I mean, I comedian. You, yeah. At the same time, yeah. yeah. I never missed an episode of Franklin and Bash. Yeah. Really? It was a good yeah. show. Wow. It was a good show. It, yeah, it was it was my favorite show when it was on. If we would have been doing the draft pod when it was on, I would have been talking about it a lot because uh, I'm a big, you know, just Mark Paul Gossler guy, and then yeah. he got to do, and it was a lot of, like, back-and-forth witty banner. And then, like, yeah, Pendar, like, had some excellent lines. I remember one of the shows, they uh, threw Pender uh, – uh, like a a party or something like that, and they had a bunch of people. He didn't like to be around people. Yeah. So when he came in with his bags, they were like, surprise, and he just started throwing up everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Uh, Yeah. I really want to watch this show. It's a good show. Yeah. It's really good. Oh, fuck. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, And Brecken and Mark Paul Gossler absolutely kill it. TBS actually makes really good shows. I don't know why they have, like, this stigma as, like, very funny. Yeah. If they have like a stigma as like, as like it's fucking, it's for like the over 45 group, you know? Yeah. If you're 45 through 60, you watch TNT and TBS. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> TBS got some good shit. Yeah. No doubt. 
Um, let's see. I, th- I think that one might have been a TNT show, though. Oh, that, that might be true. We know yeah. drama, you know. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure do. <laughs> um, this, this is one of the greatest. You know what? I'll, I'll just come out with it. The monologue from Saturday Night Live. Yes. Oh, okay. This is this is easily a top ten monologue to me. Uh, um, it was basically just a hilarious ass stand up set. Yeah, he um, kind of did the Louis C.K. thing, like I, which I yes. which I love. They're letting comedians do like that's like like the old one, like when, when the first episode Carlin did it, and that's all it was was like stand up. Yeah, and like yeah, they don't yeah. have to go out there and be you know tell. Or do the standard model, like let them do stand up, like just let them like warm up the crowd just by making them laugh. So right. I love that they do that again. So good, but yeah, he started off hot with uh, uh, Islamophobia is on the rise. It's like Will and Grace. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> said it's making a return to NBC on Thursday nights. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and shout it out. I. If I'm taking a pick, but I feel like we're really deep into this already, and I don't know if I will, but he was on Dak Shepard's podcast recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if either. I, I, I apologize if the you the armchair expert. Yeah, he told a story on there that you like he he he's talking about this because they're like, oh, you know, this was so good, and he said he looked over. And he's like, yeah, he's like, at one point I kind of stumbled on, on my words. He's like, and you can go back and watch it and you can see it exactly what it was. He's like, because I'm, I'm standing there talking and I look to the right and like under a spotlight was Steven Spielberg. And he was just like, oh, but, wow. Well, like, <laughs> like it completely fucking threw him off. <laughs> he was just like, how the fuck am I supposed to do this with Steven Spielberg standing 15 feet away from me? Oh, that's wow. like I would have, that's, that would, I would have the same reaction. Yeah. If I was on stage talking and Steven Spielberg was right there yeah. like an angel fucking lit yeah. up. Uh, Dude, but yeah, he, while he stepped up and finished it off in one of the strongest finishes ever where he was talking about uh, inaccuracies, that's what bugs me. Um, oh, when the somebody racist? tells me to, yeah, <laughs> yeah, when someone tells me to go back to India, um, you know, it pisses me off. If someone told me to go back to Pakistan, I'd pack my bags. <laughs> He's like, and this is the line that like gets me. Uh, he said, an informed racist is a better racist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that line is so fucking just yes. money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You know, yeah. that's actually like a true thing. I, I really like that. That's like, because, you know, racism is, is all about just being an idiot. You know, like, yeah. you, just, yeah, you yeah. have no, no fucking thought beyond, oh, your skin is different. Like, you know, that's... Yeah. So, well, and that, that's, that's fucking amazing. That's what's funny is like why Trump has been because he like yeah. he has these stupid ideas that like people are like, if we just build a wall, there'll be no crime in America. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, that's like, that's what an idiot would think. Like, oh, exactly. just put up a wall. Yeah. It'll yeah. for even though they're already they've been tunneling back and forth for 20 years, a wall above ground yeah. will 
fix all the drug trafficking. Okay. Also, uh, <laughs> also ladders. You know, anybody ever think about yeah. that? <laughs> right, right, right. That's what the one guy at work says. He says, he's like, you show me a 10-foot wall, I'll show you a 12-foot ladder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Um, so if you're racist, yeah, that- if you're racist, this goes, I'm going to speak for everybody at the draft yeah. pod. Fuck you. <laughs> well, if you're racist, just be no, smart. Not even that. Just you just know, don't be racist. Know why you hate somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Be an informed racist. Yeah. You know. I want points. Uh, yeah, he's talked about it in several interviews. Um, you know, what? I'll wait on that because there might be one <laughs> other one that I take. All right. Um, so you know what? I'm going to take a sleeper here. Okay. Um, I think. I think a lot of people might not remember, but the moments he had in this, which this was one of the best episodes Amy Schumer ever had, but I'm going to take the, um, the, uh, it was on the inside Amy Schumer and it was 12 angry men inside of Amy Schumer. (laughs) Oh, yes. So he was one of the 12 guys, and they were just talking about why Amy Schumer – is Amy Schumer hot enough to be on TV <laughs> was the whole <laughs> argument. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they did it that 12 Angry Men style movie from yeah. back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kumail was one of the guys that was in there. He was like uh, – one of the things he talked about was um, – you know, like Susan Boyle doesn't get the credit she deserves. Um, <laughs> and then he termed the co- or he coined the term toilet juice. <laughs> like where he was when he was talking about her, um, stop treating people like toilet juice. <laughs> um, Oh man, it's so funny. And then Goldblum, I think it was, put a dildo on the table, which the dildo scene, another scene that's just so amazing. <laughs> and somebody pulls out a dildo, pops it right down on the table, and everybody's going through these arguments. And at the end of it, uh, Kumail's just like, So you just carry a dildo on you all the time? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> for when an argument about dildos arises. <laughs> like, yeah, that scene's so fun. Like, Paul Giamatti, I think, is in it. Jeff Goldblum. There's, like, a ton of people. But Kumail was one of them. And uh, that episode of Inside Amy Schumer is one of the funniest episodes. <laughs> Probably the funniest episode yeah. she ever had. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to have to watch that. I yeah. haven't seen that clip. That's fucking hilarious. I you know I really like that show. Yeah. Inside Amy Schumer. Yeah. But. I know I think I've talked about it before but and I know it's not just my sentiment or you know my love for this word but she did a sketch called uh Yo Pussy and it was like it was like yogurt <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it was like specifically <laughs> there and then they're yeah. just like oh that way we don't like our pussies don't smell or what like they were just like doing all the like guy gross things you yeah, know yeah. but like just like oh then it won't be like they i think they even say something like oh it won't smell like garbage water or something like that like it's so funny <laughs> yeah and and this one isn't kumail but um giamatti drops the line mm-hmm. um women don't need orgasms that's science <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which uh, which kind of goes in line with uh, our recent uh, 
check our YouTube out. James drops a a banger of a song. Um, <laughs> well, F-U-D-J Khaled, you know? F-U-D-J Khaled, yeah. Based on our discussion yeah. on episode 120 of the Draft Pod where we drafted hip-hop albums. Yeah, and we got right. And we got into some rants about DJ Khaled uh, mm-hmm. not wanting to eat pussy. Another one. And, mm-hmm. and the fact that he yells over all his goddamn songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, check yeah. it out. Check it out. I haven't uh, had many hits on it. Nobody seems to really care. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, these are the things when we blow up it's all gonna be like damn did you see like eight years ago there's this video about dj Callen? yeah what happened to that guy <laughs> oh man uh, yeah uh, damn he's dead um no. <laughs> yeah andy got a lot of points for that one <laughs> uh, all right i i uh, am now going to take my Silicon Valley moment. Okay. Yeah. So uh, um, it's another Dinesh Guilfoyle deal, and yeah. this is the coding war that they had. <laughs> yes. which is like, this is one of the other ones I had written so down. Funny oh, to me. I love I love it when Dinesh goes up to the guy who's supposed to check the code, and he's like, he's like, so you've gone through the code. Uh, I'm sure that you found that I have no no errors, errors yeah. in my code and the and the guy just doesn't say a word and he's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. so the guy Kamel's having a whole conversation with himself <laughs> yeah. he's like so you did find errors but it's not more than Guilfoyle's errors right <laughs> is it more than Guilfoyle's errors and he's oh, like fuck, he's boy. like I'm not going to beg you <laughs> to please tell me if there were any errors please 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 yeah. like, I'm not going to beg you uh, but then he finds out that he didn't have any errors. And that's yeah. when he goes on the whole like he's just thinking. He's writing down jokes like what he can say. Yeah, and, like he's standing by the elevator waiting for Guilfoyle to come out of it, and Guilfoyle comes out and he's like right before that he's sitting there like so Toy Story Toy Story they're talking about Toy Story yeah. Toy Story like that. Yeah. And then the elevator opens and he's like, oh, so were you guys just talking yeah. about Toy Story? <laughs> you know, Guilfoyle's favorite character is Bugs Lightyear. <laughs> I'm going to take you to a mistake house. Yes, yes, yes a mistake house. Dude, yeah. uh, so, so in, in preparation for this, I watched, like, I just watched, like, a, a video that was, like, best of Dinesh and, like, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I want to rewatch this episode. And this is also the episode where, uh, I think it just opens with, like, dude, what the fuck happened? And he was like, you, He's like, all we saw was you crouch down, jump forward, and crash into the window or whatever. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, well, yeah, like mi- talking to Middle Ditch, and he's like, yeah. yeah, I thought I was gonna shit my pants, so if I did, I was gonna crouch. And then, like, but they don't show any of it, which is real weird. But then at the end of the episode, like he has that same moment again, and you just see it, like, because I was like, I even watching it the second time, I I was like, yeah, that's weird, they didn't show that. But then, like, he has that same reaction later, and then you see him, like, crouch. Like, so you know exactly, step by step, what he's about to do, and then he just breaks through the window. <laughs> it's, it's such a good, uh, um, I had, uh, let's see, it's season five, season five, episode two, reorientation. It's, okay. If, if, it's, I mean, they're all great episodes, and, like, just watching these, like, I was like, Fuck, I need to rewatch all these. Again. I know, I know, I know. Because so especially the beginning seasons were so good. But yeah. even uh, the scene James is talking about, um, uh, kind of going into it, uh, Jared's like uh, trying to get them to compete, basically. Yeah. And they're like, no, we're not 
going to compete, right? Yeah. And then, like, uh, you know, Martin Starr's character is just like, uh, you know, no, but I am going to do it faster than you, though. <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> you know, so then they start, da, 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 yeah. you know. Yeah. And he's like, I'm the tortoise. And then, like, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, at the end, he's like, uh, guess I'm the tortoise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and funny. then like he, it's so good. He's he's they they ring the gong because he's like, oh yeah, that was fifty fifty insults or whatever, and I bet this guy or whatever. And then he's like, so you can chortle my balls or whatever. And they hit the <laughs> gong again. He's like, what was that for? He's like, oh, we all said you'd you'd uh that you would win, and then you would make a semi racist comment and or into an insult. <laughs> And that's and, oh, semi-racist, homophobic comment to him, and, and he's like, "Now I won the bet" or something like that. So the guy, like that Dan guy who was supposed to count the yeah, errors, yeah. like he ended up winning oh, the money. Uh, <laughs> so good. That's freaking. Oh man, it's back to me, right? Yeah, it is. Um, uh, you know. TBS did have some quality, does, did have some quality shows. And one that I, oh, I no, wish I even watched when it was on is the Pete Holmes show. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going with Street Fighter Red Tape. Uh, Kumail as Delcim. Yeah. As the yogi, the, <laughs> we're having a hard yeah. time, uh, with this. So you're figuring a, out your character. Yeah, yeah. You're a yoga master who fights <laughs> in a tournament. He's <laughs> like, okay, what about the skulls on your face? He's like, and those are small. Are the those baby, baby skulls? skulls? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. Oh my God. And then the, uh, he's like, yeah. And you know, he's like, I'm real confused because you're super violent, but you also have a bindi or whatever. And he's like, Oh yeah, a bindi. Do you know what a bindi is? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like point to it. And he's, and he's like pointing everywhere. He points, points at his nipple his <laughs> and his dick. Yeah, yeah. he's like, uh, that's a penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and him just on the show just in general, you yeah. know. Cuz uh yeah, he he talked about the joke he he, he hit Pete Holmes with right after he got divorced. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's really Man. he's really good at being like a like a drop in character. Yeah, and, and just fucking killing it. You yeah. know. Yeah, he is. I love it. All right. Oh man. Well, go figure. That was the fourth pick. That was. The fourth oh yeah. Pick. Oh yeah. I'll uh, I'll start. Uh, uh, brought to you by Jabroni. You. Yeah. We got some things for you, man. We got. Yeah. yeah. We got uh, a new show. Uh, James, you want to introduce it to the people? Uh, the show. Hold on. Dan- Daniel. It's Daniel Solarzano of, of course, Jabroni U. And Jabroni sometimes U history. Draft Pod fame. And sometimes Draft Pod fame. Um, yep. Where the hell is the thing at? I wanted to read it the way the way he told me to read it. <laughs> oh, he, there's a specific <laughs> way. Yeah, here it is. So it's uh, Jabroni U presents New Jabroni Pro Wrestling presents New Japan Pro Wrestling presents the 2019 G1 Climax. <laughs> so Daniel... Wow, is... that's a mouthful. <laughs> that's what he she said. 
Well, that's what he <laughs> so, so what Daniel's going to do is he's watching the entire G1 climax and he's going to yeah. podcast and review and talk about and discuss uh, every single thing that happens. So he's got full coverage yeah. of uh, of the New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 climax. Yeah. And look out for yeah. yeah. It's New Jabroni Pro Wrestling is what yeah. you're going to look for. And it's uh, it's it's under the same jabroni you feed, so yeah. um just check out Jabroni U and yeah. and you'll hit uh, subscribe and you won't miss a show cuz we got schoolboys yeah. coming. Uh we got one reviewing. We had an uh in the field Andy Liner at Yeah, I was Fall. live at the show. Yeah. yeah. Man. So, so is that going to be your figure 4? Do you want to talk about that? Uh no, I'm probably going to talk about that on the show. Okay, so yeah. tune in over to uh yeah. Schoolboy Roundup to to hear that, but um yeah, you're going to get a view, you're going to hear Drew's perspective from TV and my perspective live. So, yeah. it'll yeah. be pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. And uh yeah, so we got those for you. Uh I want to we always drop some Netflix love, so that's where I'm going to start. Uh, okay. They they recently put out a it's a documentary called The Last Saurus. And it's really it it's about the Romanovs and um you know the the Russian Revolution. Mm-hmm. And it's very I love the way they did it because it's half dramatization, half like real history. just doc, documentary. Yeah. Okay. So like so they'll show it acted out, and then they'll cut to the guy, like, the talking heads. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, it's really fun. And crazy enough, ten minutes into this thing, there's a pausable moment. <laughs> oh, really? I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is, this is like, how you do a documentary. Yeah. Get um, some titties in there. Yeah, get some titties in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, Will there be boobies? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's very good. I mean, they just go through, like, the whole Rasputin thing, and... All that stuff. So it's oh, wow. very, very cool. Uh, I'm, I remember seeing the trailer for that. It looked very interesting. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, I thought it was just going to be like a, like a, a standard, like biopic kind of thing. And then I saw like people talking. I was like, wait, what? And I started watching. I was like, oh, I like the way this is done. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. I'll check I like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I, uh, you want to go, James? Yeah, I can go. All right. All right. I, uh, I'm going to do like a little PSA here real quick. Is this about women's brawls? No, it's about pranksters. <laughs> so, and I want to talk, listen, uh, you know. A couple of wanksters? Yeah. Uh, last night, actually, this just happened last night, and it's actually pretty shitty, you know. My mother-in-law, who, uh, she's pretty, she's nuts. She's a wild, wild person, you she's know. She's a wild cat. She's a wild cat. <laughs> and, oh wow, it's she, like the new cook. She specifically, she specifically says herself that she has schizophrenia and paranoia. Okay. Paranoia, you know? Yeah. And, but she's also like, you know, she's fun to hang around with. She's funny, whatever. There's yeah. a lot, you know. Yeah. But, so, last night, my, my mother-in-law went to Walmart and some prankster YouTube kid threw went up to her in Walmart and threw a blanket over her head, and was, oh, fil- no. was filming the whole thing, you know. And it was like it was so something that he was going to post to YouTube as like a prank, you know, random prank yeah. on people in Walmart, whatever. And 
the the dude fucked with the wrong woman. That's all I can say. So yeah. like, yeah, and and the, the everything the way everything went down as far as I'm hearing from my father in law, my mother in law, and you know their kids and everybody and my wife is that uh, my mother in law once that happened, her paranoid schizophrenia like went in full full of went oh, into full shit. effect and she and, ripped the kid's face off. Well no, but she <laughs> she wouldn't drop it, you know, like yeah. Walmart wouldn't wouldn't go and do anything about the kid. They called the police. The police yeah. didn't wouldn't want to do anything about the kid. Yeah. But what they don't what the police and Walmart don't understand is that they're dealing with a woman that now she's going she's going but the thing is she's got something going on in her head and yeah. this is going to sit with her for right. the next month, and it's going to be the only thing she thinks about. She's going to yeah. be worried that this kid's going to come back. <laughs> you know, like, it's, uh, it's, I feel like pranking is kind of fucking shitty, you know? <laughs> it sucks I, because, yeah, yeah, like, there's a lot of people that get these YouTube hits, and yeah. I, I look at it, and I'm like, this isn't even fucking funny. It's yeah. just mean, you know? Yeah. Like, if you're going to do something that's, you know, that's funny, like, don't, then that's fine, but, like, too many people are trying to do these YouTube things that just isn't funny. It's basically the type of kids that love uh April Fool's Day. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I April just, Fool's Day is bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> it's big yeah. time. I, I don't, what I don't get is, I feel like that's, like, literally assault, like, yeah, it like is. there, there's, there's a, di there's a difference between like you know, obviously I'm a huge jackass and CKY, but like sure, it's they, different when but, you're doing it to different. your friend. But yeah, there's different when it's yeah. to your friend. But and they, but doing they, it to themselves. But they, right. but see, you know? they, they did stuff to other people, like you know, the whole car rental thing. But that wasn't like it never touched another person. Right, yeah. You Correct. know what I mean? Correct. Like yeah. the joke was like, I'm bringing back this shitty yeah. car to you, right? And saying, yeah, yeah. "Oh no, I had insurance on it." Like, yeah, yeah. or or your party guy, and you're dancing, exactly, yeah. or whatever, and you rip off your clothes, and you could just walk around that. Yeah, yeah. you can't walk around a blanket over your fucking head. Right. Yeah, like what it like? What if she like literally just freaked out, ran into the fucking? I know anything like, could happen. Ran into the thing. Like yeah. I, I don't know. To and me, it, that's like. And then, of course, afterwards, you know, she's paranoid. Uh, Walmart, yeah. the police won't do anything about it, so she takes it in her own hands and follows the kid around Walmart for another hour and a half. You know, yeah. just like oh, harass. Because, and that's, I guess, like, I guess my official PSA would be pranks are bullshit, and yeah. you better be, if you're gonna do it, you better be worried that you're gonna yeah. do it to the wrong fucking person. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, especially like pranks to strangers. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So. Like so. those fuckers that do the whole, um, you know, speaking of like Kumail, like you got somebody like that who's just this awesome dude, uh, comes from Karachi, Pakistan, right? And then you have these fuckers that dress up and have the guns or like joke about bombs to fucking people yeah. and they put that shit on YouTube. Oh, I can't. St I'm like, you know what? If you get shot, that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. People that's need to fucking you, think. They need to think about yeah. the way they treat people. And, you know, if if my mother-in-law wasn't so upset about it, I'd probably laugh, to be honest with you. But right, right, right. Well, the, I'm still going to laugh about it. <laughs> the fact that she is ups <laughs> so upset about it, you know, that kind of that kind of upsets me. Yeah. Because, you know, I yeah. know she's nuts. We all know she's nuts. But we, 
you know, we love her. So <laughs> I just don't think it's a funny prank. That's my biggest issue. Yeah, it's not like, funny. Like, I don't know her. Yeah. I'm just like, where's the punchline yeah. here? Yeah. yeah. But they, I don't see a yeah. punchline. But they, and it also caused like a, it caused a whole thing. Like the whole family yeah. is just like, is being, Up in arms. yeah, they're being called. Let's go down there. Let's take, you know, like whatever. It, yeah. And it's yeah, just yeah. like all for some stupid kid in Walmart trying to fucking be <laughs> dumb and gain views, you know? Right. So. Yeah. I don't know. Just, but it's a stupid prank. It's not even funny. Come prank, on. Pranks Be are, more creative. Yeah. Pranks are, get a crew of your boys together and go out and yeah. prank each other. Do another. Yeah. We could, we could use, there's room in the world for another jackass. Yeah. Go do that. You it's know been what I mean? 20 years. Look, I mean, or <laughs> have one of your friends walk under a ladder and another one shits on top yeah. of his head. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. fucking funny. Yeah. Walk up a flight of stairs and just have your friend soil yeah. his pants right in your face. Yeah, but yeah, well, that's, that's like the, that's the that's the comedy. Yeah, you know? yeah. But then you know, my mother-in-law started talking about that show with the four guys, the the prank show. The oh, impractical jokers. impractical jokers, and she's like, yeah, because now she's completely anti-prank because she's you know. She's but wasn't she really into that show? Out. I I don't know. I don't know if she liked it or not. I can't remember. Uh, but but hmm. I you know she's like saying that that should be canceled and stuff. But the thing about that show is that. They're, I think it's they're, different. They're also not really hurting people. They're just talking to people. They're not. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So it, I don't I, have a problem with that type. I think yeah. that there is a level of prankery that's funny, but when you start invading people's personal space and touching people and, you yeah. know, yeah. doing things like that, then that's where, that's where your comedy has dropped <laughs> off. So. Yeah. So yeah. I agree. If you're a prankster, watch the fuck out because you could be pranking the wrong person. Also, so. if you're a prankster, be creative and funny. Yeah, don't be an idiot. That's, you know, yeah. yeah. And shout like, out to my mother-in-law for handling it the way she did. At least nothing bad came of it, and now she can go on the journey of getting over it in her own way, you know? Yeah. There you go. So, yeah. All right, well, I'm, uh, I am I got a lot of different things, but at the same time, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring these up. There's a few albums that dropped that, I really fuck with heavy and, uh, um, Freddie Gids and Mad Lib. Um, Mad Lib also had a, you know, one of the great albums ever with, uh, MF Doom called Mad Villainy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, Mad Lib did, uh, this Freddie Gibbs album, Bandana, which is fucking fantastic. And he did all the beats on the iPad, which is insane. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it doesn't even make sense because it's so fucking good. I saw that um, tweet that he sent out, and people are like, "Oh my god, mind blown!" They're like sending gifts of brain blown, <laughs> brains blowing up and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Um, Revenge of the Dreamers three from Dreamville. That compilation is a ton of fun. Um, I really enjoyed that, and um, you know, Will Smith's baby boy Jaden turned twenty one. Uh, just yesterday or this week or whatever. Happy birthday, and, uh, Jay. he dropped, yeah. Um, and he dropped, uh, an album called Iris, yeah, which Sire is backwards. the reverse, uh, yeah, yeah, which is Sire Backwards. And it's, it's creative as fuck. It, it reminds, it gives me some Tyler vibes and it's even got a lot of like punk rock to it. It's like punk rap is what he calls it. Yeah. Um, some of the stuff. So, um, it's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. So, um, I like people that step out of the box and do some creative shit. So you might not be into it, but you know, I just gave you three different albums to go check out. There you go, man. Yeah. Nice work. 
Man. Yeah. And that was the Jabroni Figure Four. Check out the new Jabroni Pro Wrestling. Check out Schoolboy Roundup. And uh, also, you know, maybe one day we'll actually do another Jabroni U. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. There we go. And happy birthday to Jaden Pinkett Smith. Jaden. Yeah. Jaden Pinkett Smith. Also, I do want to say this. Will Smith might be the fucking greatest dad of all time. That's probably like close. Holy shit. Will Smith is like Take I that, love, John. Look. <laughs> this I'm telling you. Look. I'm gonna play this Mike, for him. Michael for Jordan's Father's Andy's day. dad anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um but Will Smith like did this whole like this video like highlight thing where he, he showed a whole bunch of Jaden moments and talked about how he's fearless and, and so creative and everything like that and he supports everything he does, even when he went through that weird stage where he was wearing dresses and stuff like that. And, you know, all this different different things. Will Smith has been like 100% behind him the entire time. And you can see how fucking proud he is. And it's like, like, damn, Will Smith's a good-ass dad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like that. I, li- I, like, uh, I like people that support even the weird things these kids are into because it helps – push them to like this album that he just dropped. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because he feels so comfortable in his own skin because he knows he's got the support of the people that love him behind him. And I, I fuck with that, you know? Yeah. Shouts to Wes too. Wes, Wes and Will Smith, you know? <laughs> you guys are my idols. You know? uh, nice work. Yeah. 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 We need good dads in the world. Maybe that prankster, did, that prankster probably didn't have a good dad. No. You know? Uh-huh. His dad's yeah, probably his dad, dead. His dad has three dicks. <laughs> we went two different ways with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I will say this, though. I, last week I was in Ohio, and I got to see Wes's fatherhood firsthand, and he's a violent father. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, what, what, we see, down strong. Yeah. what we see on Twitter is all just smoke and mirrors, my yeah. friend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean... It, <laughs> <laughs> so bad, yeah. uh, well, another I mean, PSA. You another PSA, Jabroni. Don't lie about your friends and the yeah. way they raise their kids. <laughs> he just, yeah. What's weird, like, and so, like, he would beat his his child until they were bleeding, and because he has yep. AIDS, AIDS, he would just spit in their wounds. Wow. And he was like, "This is this is a long haul punishment." Cash. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Next time, put a uh, fucking clothespin on the cereal bag. I don't like Damn. spiders in my Cheerios. Not even a clip. Not even chip clip. Well, we know that's not true because Wes probably has some vegan Cheerios or something. I don't got. Well, that's why he doesn't want spiders in there. I don't got. Well, yeah. It's from the earth, so he probably likes it. He's like, listen, Cash, I don't gotta have my stale How is it from the earth, too, Andy? <laughs> really, Drew? I just had a great joke, and you fucking shat on it. Oh, I, right. Did you hear what he said? <laughs> no. Because I was in the middle of my own joke. What was your joke? It's over. Okay. What do you got for I'll, your fifth I'll hear it when I listen back. <laughs> I want to hear the joke. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. I'm just joking. Oh, okay. Another PSA, don't lie about the goodness of your own jokes. <laughs> I don't think I had a good joke, and I don't think it was a joke. I think I was being for real, but I'm going to act like that um, I wasn't being for real, and it was all for the sake of the podcast. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Spiders, what's up? (laughs) Uh, All right. All right. 
Um, well, I'm gonna go. Look, they're best friends, so it's kind of, or yeah, they're pretty much best friends. So I'm gonna go Pete Holmes again, back to back, and I'm gonna go with. Uh, Whoa, you made it weird. Uh, okay, he actually did their first. The very first episode of that, but that's not one I'm going to pick, which is, it was very good. But I highly recommend, um, the episode that is live from South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. It's Kumail, Judd Apatow, Todd Berry, Chris Gethard, Gethard, and even Doug Benson, like, does a run in. Like, oh, wow. it's, okay. it's so much fun. Uh, Kumail's is good, but you know, Everybody stays on stage, so you know it's it's just a lot of fun the whole time. So yeah. I I really recommend that. So that that's going to be my last one. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I like that. I'll definitely check that one out. This is good. I, I like doing these spotlights because then you like we all have different stuff, and you get to go and look at the things you do, yeah. you haven't seen yet, and that's awesome. And then people who don't even know who Camille is and listen to this, yeah. now we've set them up for success. We've just yeah, or they're like. The only thing I knew about him is he was in the big sick, you know. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or Franklin whatever. and There's Bash. so many different things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Our 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 big yeah. MILF crowd that we have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, for my fifth pick, I think she deserves to be on the board, so I'm going to take Emily V. Gordon. Okay. Right now. Wow. Because she is she's like uh He put his penis inside it. That's right. And they're a team, you know, and, and yeah. the fact that she's there and doing things and, uh, you know, working with him to better everything, yeah. it, it, it's really nice. I think it's that support yeah. system is fucking awesome. It's very and, cool that she was a heckler who he ended up marrying, and now she's, like, contributing to his comedy career. Because she obviously was a fan of comedy to heckle him on stage at a stand-up comedy show. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, so it's cool that she's getting to... I, I don't know if this was her dream, but it's it's pretty cool that maybe she's getting to do something she never envisioned she would get to do. Yeah, and uh, and well, it's a, it's a yeah, cool she's husband a wife thing. Trained psychologist, so like, yeah, she's definitely out of that box now. Well, like, she's a gamer. Yeah, she, mm-hmm. they used to do podcasts, indoor kids. Which yep. was well, which that listen. could have been taken. Yeah, yeah, I used to listen to it all the time. Uh, I think they stopped doing it in yeah. like 2015, but still, very good podcast. Uh, so, you know, I got to know her with him through that. And then now she's writer of the big sick. She's producer on meltdown. Uh, if you watch like on YouTube, you can watch the origin story for meltdown. It gives it's like a little 10 minute documentary about how meltdown got started. the, The back room thing. And like Natasha Leggero is on there and she's like, Emily is basically our comedy mom. She makes sure, (laughs) she makes sure that we're okay she gets us anything we we need. She uh, that's cool. She discuss like it's no. She doesn't go back there and be like you're first, you're second. You know what I mean? She yeah. like talks to them. And right, right. She decides. They decide as a group. You know who's going to go first and what's going to happen. Okay. And so she's just really, really, really cool. So yeah, I wanna, that's cool. I want to like give that. her a shout out for her support of Kumel. And, and now, here's here's an that. interesting fact. Uh, it gets discussed not on that one, but there's a different live show that on you, you made it weird where I don't know if things have changed over the last couple of years, but I think it was like in 2014, uh, Kumail at that point had not come from just a, uh, oral. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Like she, like it's so funny because they're on stage and somebody's talking about blowjobs or whatever, yeah. and then she says something to him like, "Oh yeah," like she's like, "We should." I know we were gonna talk about it on our show, but like the we kind of talked about the completion thing, and that's like what she says. And Pete was like, "What?" <laughs> like, and then they they like the 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 story continues with the other person talking, yeah. and he's like. So what you're saying is, Kumail, you've never got, like, he just went right back to it. And then there was this whole thing, and he's just, Kumail just goes, what did you think was going to happen when you said that out loud into a microphone? <laughs> <laughs> so then they had to get in this whole conversation about it. It's so funny. <laughs> I wish I could remember oh, what one it was, but, um, That's he's awesome. on, he's on, like, almost every live one, cause, like, Pam and Peter, best, like, yeah. best friends, so. Uh, Plus he's a good yeah. Guest, Pete, you know? Pete yeah. actually gave him because he was in Chicago. Pete actually gave him money to to help him get through to get by or yeah. whatever. So he gives Pete a lot of credit because um, it helped him kind of get to the next level. Pete was looking out for him when yeah. he was like, you know, just a nobody basically. You know. Yeah. He also says like the best advice he ever got was from Pete, where he said once he moved to L.A., he told him he said. Never let somebody else's success, like, never be jealous of that. Right. He's like, because it's completely immeasurable person to person. So never, like, never let that get you down and you, you'll you just keep moving forward. Yeah. And he's like, that's, like, the one piece of advice that I've taken with me this whole time. So Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that, too. Yeah. I, I find, I'm, I'm I find... bummed. I got a few things left. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I find myself falling into that sometimes where I'm looking at somebody and I'm like, how the fuck are they doing that? And I'm yeah. doing this, you know? And then you remember, yeah. it's yeah. AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> AIDS and domestic violence. Everybody's got their own story, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, God, there's, there's a few I want to take. Um, you know, yeah. but how you have what has <sighs> been known as the draft pod sweats. Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> geez. Or your fever's breaking. I don't know. No, I, I love <laughs> I, The thing is like, I want to mention them all, but I can't. Okay. Yeah. So I have some other things that I'll probably throw out too, because we're, we yeah. I w- we will say we're doing our honorables a little bit different. Uh, like the other Spotlight series, we always kind of do a what we'd want to see or like for the Weird Al we wrote songs. So what, we, what we're yeah. doing for this is our honorables are three things we'd like to see Kumail do in the future. Yeah. Which, you know what? Um, one of them that he did do and what, what he really started on, and this is where we got to go back, is is you have to start with with – you have to end with – you know, kind of how they really kind of took that next step, how they started. So um, I'm going to take Beta Male, which was his stand-up special um, that he had. And the reason this is such a big deal um, is because he kind of is speaking out to all of these, you know, Pakistani kids and everything like that, letting them know that they can do something more than – you know, just be, a, you know, a doctor or whatever, because yeah. that's what his parents wanted him to be, and that's what some of his siblings are. Um, so he really takes you through um, his time in Kar- Kar- 
Karachi, Pakistan and growing up and then, you know, thinking that America was all the same. And then he went to college in Iowa and was like, what the fuck is this? You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, before going to Chicago and New York and LA, all that stuff. But, um, it's a hilarious stand up. Uh, I think it was from, it's like 2013 or something. I think so. Actually, yeah. the VCR, our stories from that. Um, I was thinking it was on, he, he might have talked about it on a, uh, appearance as well. Um, but one of the funny things he talked about is, um, this video game that came out, um, ended up being, uh, it was in, uh, um, Karachi, which is where he grew up. Uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, Call yeah, of Duty. Yeah. Um, but he talked about how, like, it was kind of fucked up because, um, the language they they had wasn't Urdu, which I guess is there. It was yeah. like a different language, and he's like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> but yeah. he's like, "But the game was so fire, basically, that he was like, eh, it didn't matter." Plus, yeah. he felt like he felt like he would have an advantage on on all these other kids, yeah. you know. So yeah, um, yeah, he. I don't know if I watched the same one, but I've seen that joke where he, he talks about it. He's like, he's like, this game took five years to make you had the brightest software engineers like working on it but not yeah. one of them could google the fucking language of karate <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. it was like yeah. i think it was just like regular arabic or something but he was like yeah, yeah. he was like he said he saw the stop sign he's like what the fuck <laughs> like uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah like yeah. he said with the advantage like he, he says like uh, he's like, yeah, let's go into Mr. Whatever's video store. Like, he'll let us hang out here. <laughs> yeah, he has a, a good, um, he has a good bit about a birthday party and like some of the fucked up stuff that happens at birthday parties over there. Um, like there were some animals or something and then they ended up, uh, fighting those animals and it was like, it was like a snake and, and something else and it took like 15 minutes. It looked like it would be over quick, but it took like 15 minutes. And they were all just like, just really freaked out and terrified. And this was like a 12 year old birthday party or something like that. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's really cool. Talks about like a whole bunch of stuff of him growing up in Pakistan and coming over to America. So, uh, yeah, he's paving the way and he ended up being a top 100 influential, um, Time Magazine person uh, yeah. last year, uh, um, which was a pretty big deal for, you know, a Pakistani because, uh, you know, well, he, he admits to uh, somebody will be like, oh, you were great in uh, Harold and Kumar or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll just be like, yeah, that was the other guy. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, he's paving the way for other people, which is very cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Man. Affirmative, guys. Affirmative. Affirmative. Kumail's a hell of a guy. Kumail is a hell of a guy. <laughs> so, oh, I guess it's me. Yeah, back to you. What yeah. I want to see him in. Well, the hot ones really made me think. Because um, he talks about He-Man on there, and I never even knew he was a fan of that. But I... Yeah. That was one of the things I was like, man... I think if they did like a reboot of that or even like a movie, like, yeah, I feel like he would be a good voice for Orko. Oh yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And he does a voice for adventure time anyway. So he's done voiceover work. Yeah. And 
another one is I really uh I I really think there's a Jordan Peele esque horror movie in that brain of his, and I would like to see. Oh, because he loves horror movies, and I just think I think yeah, there's something there. Um, and second, like I want another special <laughs> or third. Yeah, I want another yeah. special. Like, um, I don't know. I think that. I mean, it's it's obviously not going to waste, but uh, he's a. Uh, He's a t- talented stand-up, and it should. Uh, I think I think he needs to do more of that. So do that, Kamal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I like that. I I went with uh, first and foremost. I would like to see him as a main character in a video game because he's a huge gamer. Yeah. And, yep, uh, and he's if, been voiceover for a video game before. Right, yeah. yeah, and now yeah. now that he's you know all buffed out and everything, he could, <laughs> yeah. He could be the uh, the next, you know. They could do another Call of Duty. Set it in his hometown. Yeah. <laughs> this time, actually, well, get the know, words right. Funny, uh, yeah, and one of the Conans, um, Conan was like picking on the the developers of the game and stuff because they, they were like, they were like, you didn't even change his voice. It's just <laughs> Kumail. It's not Kumail as somebody else. It's just Kumail. Right. You know. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, you know, the second thing I said was special, so I'll have to change that. Uh, But I'll go with my third one. And I would like to see him have a sketch comedy show of his own. Because he he gets thrown into all these sketches, and I I love him every time he's on. And uh, I remember him, I I feel like like I think he was in Michael and Michael Have Issues with Michael Ian Black and Michael Showalter. Yeah, I think so, because that's like... He, I've, I've heard him talk about like, that's, that was like one of his big things was, uh, working with show. And that's why, why Showwater directed yeah. Big Sick and everything like that. Yeah. So, uh, so then I'm going to change my, cause I wrote a new Netflix special was the other one, but yeah. I'm going to change that to, I'd like to see another Emily Gordon Kumel combo movie. Okay. You know, okay. Not about them, but you know, them yeah. working together to make the movie. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I'm in a weird spot because uh, you guys took several of the ones you know, <laughs> I was thinking about. Um, so you know what? Uh, okay. Um, first things first, man, he was uh, – him, him and Batista and, and Stuber, I, I really think I'm going to enjoy it. And they talk, talk about how their chemistry was so good. Yeah. And Kumail was such they, – they ended up being such good friends that – uh, Kamel went to WrestleMania, had a huge Dave Batista picture, his yeah. face on a t-shirt and like <laughs> had a sign of Batista's face. Um, so, uh, guess what? I would like to see some sort of, uh, you know, you know, I don't know, three, four episode that leads to a pay-per-view thing. I know Batista is retired, but, uh, Kumel and Dave Batista as partners, yeah. um, you know, in like a little wrestling thing would be funny as hell. Andy, so, so give me that. That's awesome. Andy, if you want to steal either, or like any of mine, let me know because I just thought of two really good other ones I wanted to see. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, man, he's a he's a hell of an interview. Mm-hmm. So you know what I would like to see him him flip the script and take over for a week on like a tonight show or something or Ooh, Conan, oh, yeah He'd be where good. he was the lead guy like conan and he had people coming in 
because uh, I think he plays really well off of other people, and that's one of the things that he does best. So it would be cool to see him in that setting, yeah. uh, kind of guesting, um, guest hosting or whatever. Yeah. So I like yeah. that. In the yeah. beginning of all the meltdowns, he always does. Him and Jonah always do audience work. Like yeah. they don't write anything yeah. down or have anything planned. They just literally go out there and start talking to the audience, yeah. and that's how they they get the openings of the show. So he's real good at playing off people. Yeah, he's he's fantastic at it. So, um, so that's good. And then, um, man, uh, whew, this is tough because I really want to see another special. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know what? I'll go with. I want to see him and switch it up a little bit. And um, he's done the Stuber thing. He did the big sick thing. So I want him to get another role, but I would like to see him since he's such a big comic book thing. And Drew, you kind of mentioned it. I'd like to see him get some sort of character in an MCU movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um, the, the two other I thought of was also at the beginning of the the hot ones. He talks about like how Emily once get, like told him he should do a show called like Sweating in Restaurants. Because he oh, likes yeah, spicy yeah, yeah. food, so like <laughs> I, I would, would love to see yeah, like you, just a YouTube series of like him like eating hot food in restaurants and yeah, like, and sweating, yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, like you said, I haven't we haven't seen the movie yet, but I I just the interviews I do like their chemistry, and I I would like to see like not the same movie over and over, but. Those two working together over and over, I think, would be a fun combination. So, yeah. like, yeah, like, like the Rock and Kevin Hart. Yeah. So, like, yeah, exactly. So, if these two like now do like a buddy cop movie, or you know what I mean, like, I think they yeah. they would be a lot of fun together. Hell yeah. Yep. Also, it's I, we didn't take it, but check out the Desus and Mero interview. Uh, it's one of the best ones that those guys have had there on Showtime. Yeah. But it's on YouTube, and uh, Kumail was probably the best interview they've had the entire time. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was it was fantastic. Hey, yeah. Andy, so. uh, what you didn't realize is Kumail was already in the MCU in the first MCU movie, Iron Man. He played all those people in the cave when Iron Man... <laughs> <laughs> well, now you have two things to edit out. <laughs> yeah. hey, look, an informed racist is a better racist. <laughs> uh, my ignorance knows no bounds. <laughs> yeah, right, but yeah, yeah. Kumel Nanjani, man, he's he's a beast. Yeah, he is a beast. He's a goddamn champion and a hell of a person. Yeah. Fucking hilarious, good dude. Yeah, we like, love it. we love you, Kamal. Yeah, we love you, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, guys, that was it. Here we go. That was it. Uh, I assume we're not going to be trading anything. <laughs> Everybody got what they wanted. Yeah. So here we go for Drew's team of. I really could have gone seven on this one. <laughs> there, I could have too, yeah. man. He has a lot of he has a lot of credits yeah. to his name and a lot of really funny shit. Yeah. He's fucking awesome. So, and, you know, if if you're not a fan of Kamel, take these teams, go and check out the things that we pinpointed, and uh, guarantee after. <laughs> you know, one thing I found on YouTube was just doing research. Did you guys see the uh, him doing, like, a crib-style thing for GQ? 
No. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, like he was he, in somebody else's house. Yeah, but he keeps saying he's like he's like this is my house which I totally paid for. Uh, <laughs> he's like with my own money. Like he kept saying like everything he'd be like, oh yeah, that's seventeen thousand dollars. This is uh fifty thousand dollars. Like it's so funny. It's kind of like me and Andy's sketch. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, oh, we didn't mention it. He's also oh, in another the, movie that's out right yeah, there's now. There's fifty DVDs right here. Yeah. Uh, he voiced the alien Pawnee in Men in Black International. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I haven't seen so that two movie two movies yet. out. I, I heard that that wasn't very good. It but, might not but we'll be, see. but I'll <laughs> watch it for him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it. I'll watch it. So for Drew's yeah. team of spotlit Kumel Nanjiani moments, number one, the movie The Big Sick. Oscar nominated, baby. Number two, Silicon Valley, the phone swap deal. Him and Guilfoyle. Yeah. Number three, Hot Ones with Kumail Nagiani. Fresh release. Go check Fresh it out release. on YouTube. Number <sighs> number four, Pete Holmes playing Dalsim in Street Fighter Red Tape. Why, why do you have skulls on your necklace <laughs> when you're a yogi? <laughs> number five, Another Pete Holmes, and this is from You Made It Weird, the podcast. Go check it out live at SXSW. And uh, there's a whole a whole yeah. team of people on there to laugh about. Yeah, and just to, like, he, like I said, he's on, he was the first guest, which was, re- which was a good episode. Mm-hmm. But he comes back like a year later. Uh, I think it's like in October of 2012 or something like that. And it's it's more of like the – it's more like – Pete had found his rhythm as far as like getting deep into stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's a very good episode. And when okay. you when you listen to like like them like talking as like best friends, like it's fucking cool. Like they like really like like complimenting and like, like by the end of it, like man, I love you, man. Like like it's really cool. Like <laughs> that's nice. So, yeah, it, it is. So check that one out too. All right. So for James's team of spotlit Kumail Nanjiani moments, number one. The Meltdown open mic. No other open mic is any better. <laughs> this is the best one. That's a weird way of saying no, this is no, 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 one. The one in Cockabool of Sarasota is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> number two, his bits in Portlandia. The yeah. guy who just keeps on yeah. adding things. I love it. Number three, Pindar Sign and Franklin Bash. Go watch Franklin Damn. Bash if you haven't seen it. So good. Number four, Silicon Valley, uh, The Coding War with Guilfoyle. Great, great scene. Watch Silicon Valley if you haven't seen it. And number five, Emily V. Gordon, the woman behind the man, you know, or the woman adjacent underneath the woman adjacent to the man. Yeah, the woman, the woman attached to the man, the woman parallel with the man. Yeah, perpendicular. (laughs) And for Andy's team of spotlit Camille Nanjiani moments, number one, Silicon Valley, the jerk theory. My Take God. The floor. <laughs> Number two, Kumail on Conan <laughs> O'Brien and the story of his summer of masturbation and how he got a scar yeah. on his wiener. Number three, his SNL monologue. Has he, has he only hosted once? Yes. Yeah, I think so. So check out SNL. I should have just taken this whole SNL thing, but the monologue was special. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number four, 12 Angry Men scene in, in Inside Amy Schumer. Uh, featuring Kumail as one of the 12 men. And number five, Kumail's special beta male. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. And uh, 
honorable, honorable mention to the time that he was dating that chick, Karen, on Silicon Valley, and he got that chick arrested by the FBI. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, my God, the FBI, yeah. the FBI lady hit me in the face that so there's no way she'll ever know. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, you know, You're a national treasure, man. Got the, the episode where Gilfoyle tells him that his girlfriend wants to fuck him and he spends the whole time oh, yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. like, oh yeah, I did tell you that. I was just fucking with you. Like, <laughs> he tells he's like, her, yes, he's like, I will have sex with you. Yes. <laughs> uh, watch Silicon Valley, guys. This is brought to you by HBO Now. Go to hbonow.com slash strap. Also brought to you by Get your first month free. Also brought to you by Stuber. If you go into yep. the ticket booth, just mention that you listen to the draft pod. Yeah. And uh, yep. maybe they'll start listening to the draft pod. <laughs> this is <laughs> not brought to you by Men in Black International. Yeah. Not brought to you by that. Although it also is because, you know, Camille's yeah. in it. it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's brought to you by whatever you want it to be brought to you by. But just let them know yep. if you go see Men in Black International. It's just for Kumail. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Little frog lizard type. Thing, I heard Kumail so. plays an alien in this. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that, that way the studios know. Because the studios ask yeah. every ticket taker. They're like, hey, w- why do they want to see that movie? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Drew. And what's the um, podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Question for you, Drew. Yeah. Uh, Pakistan's hot, so what should Kumail do? Move to the USA and stay cool.